Checkity check, 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 check. Welcome, you guys. I, I don't know what episode this is anymore because last time I thought it was episode 49, but I think it was actually episode 48. And you know what? The episodes don't even matter because they're just numbers. They're just numbers. They're just imaginary. Somebody made them up because life is just moving in one big straight line and nothing fucking matters at all. Hi, guys. Welcome to the Lord Petty Podcast. Appreciate you tuning in. Hope you're having an amazing week. Please make sure to rate and subscribe. And I love you all. I love you all from the pits of my dark, deep, dark German heart. Man, it feels good to be home, bruh. Bruhs and huhs. Just got back from Vegas and um, there's not much there for me, dude. There's not much there in Vegas left for me. I've had a wild enough life. I think I got, I think I got it out of my system for the most part, you know? Um... <laughs> Was it a hilarious trip? Yeah. Do I regret it? Not one bit. Would I go back next week? Not if you put a gun to my head. I'd be like, pull the trigger, bitch. I've lived a great life. Fucking kill me. I've never been such a wreck. Crash at my face, baby. I'm a wreck. It's been it's been awful, dude. And then uh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dealing with my personal life on top of the Vegas, Vegas. Uh, uh, I can't think of, dude, I feel so dumb. I feel so fucking stupid, dude. It's crazy. It is as absolutely crazy. Um, yeah, I think, you know, I think the most I'm going to party in the next couple days is like popping a, a double dose of melatonin, trying to get my sleep schedule back on track and putting on Netflix. And when you get in that weird, hazy state where you're kind of asleep and you're kind of still looking at the polar bears on TV, and uh, that's about as hard as I'm going to party for a good week or two, you know? I'm kind of over partying in general. I've done it. On to the next. Uh, on to the next. What's next, you know? What's that next? I want... What's the upper echelon of life, you know? What is up there? I want it. I want to see it. I want to feel it. I want to be there. I want all that shit. I don't be hanging out in a fucking bar drinking drinking beers anymore. Will I be doing it? Yeah. Will I deep down be resentful of myself for not doing something more productive? Yeah. Of course I will. You know? Well, this is starting off funny. Um, <laughs> let's talk about Vegas, you know? Let's talk about Vegas. I'm acting like, oh, so no, it was a great fucking trip. If you've never been, I highly encourage you to go. Um, but one thing I will tell you, if your uh, fiance your girlfriend or something like that. If she is going to Vegas for a girl's trip, she ain't the one, bruh. <laughs> she ain't the one, dude. I watched fucking, I watched brides to be get torn through. I watched chicks with girl boyfriends get torn through. I saw a lot of grimy shit, dude. Like honestly, Vegas is just too grimy for me. It's uh, at a different point in my life, yeah, but now I just kind of like feel bad, you know? I was actually kind of getting off on curving bitches. It was actually kind of like I was having more fun like rejecting girls than I would have had like fucking any of these sluts. And you're like, oh, don't use that language. Like, no, I, I call. Look, there's nothing in life I respect more. Okay. I saw a little girl standing on this on the street, right? And she was probably like, 
11 or something like that. And she was singing and she just had this like beautiful voice and she's just standing on the corner singing and everybody just kept walking by her, not paying her any mind. And I was just thinking to myself, like, you know, keep singing girl and keep your clothes on. Like you just, you got this, like just do that, you know? And then I see some bitches with their ass. Out. I'm like, what's up, bitch? That's how it goes. <laughs> so I'm not going to like, uh, it's the same thing for a guy. I'm not going to look at some guys, just complete fucking Chad bag dirt bag and be like, Oh, how you doing, sir? Come on now. Get the fuck out of here. You get treated how you behave, you know, act accordingly. Whatever that saying is, you can't have your cake and eat it too or whatever. I don't understand how that makes any sense. The saying, but the meaning behind it, I totally understand. But bitches is grimy, dude. I straight up this one chick. She was like fucking around with a couple of my friends and she comes up to me trying to get into my little section on the pool there. I was like standing on this ledge. She tries to come up to me and I just like, <laughs> I just like threw her. I just like pushed her back into the water and like watched her hair and everything go under the water. And I felt kind of bad for like two seconds, especially like when her whole like, <laughs> when like her whole group of friends was staring at me and I just look back and I'm like, what? This bitches made out with like three of my friends. Get the fuck away from me, you know? Then we went to a strip club, which I swore myself I would never, ever, ever go to. And uh, right when I walk in the door, it's like, it's like 4.30 in the morning or something like that. And uh, we're kind of just going for comedic purposes. And of course, the strip club's just filled with a bunch of fucking beta cucks and, uh, you know, just ratchet strippers. And I'm like two minutes through the door and I'm just getting ambushed, right? And the one girl that I actually thought like where I probably would have folded if the DJ didn't save me because the DJ saved me because she was just she was not I was just standing in line trying to get a water honestly at the bar and uh, usually you got to go like sit down she just come up to you but this chick was just she was persistent you know she was just fucking with me the whole time in line and I was being a dick to her you know she was like uh I was like, my girlfriend be very mad at you right now, which um, politics with that. But then she's like, oh, yeah. Then she's like, bust it down just right in front. Of she's like, I got a girl. She's like, oh, fuck your girlfriend. I got a girlfriend, too. And I was like, "Ooh, you got a mouth on you, don't you? You eat your girlfriend's pussy with that mouth. And she starts laughing and she's like, oh, you know it. And I was like, oh, I know a liar when I see one. Get the fuck out of here. And she just started laughing. Like anything douchey I said to her, she just kept laughing and just came on to me stronger and stronger. And then finally the DJ called her to get on stage. And I was like, thank God. And then I'm sitting there and then uh, every girl that came, I just be like, no, I'm so, just not right now. No, I'm good. And then finally I got sick of it because I was getting eaten alive in this bitch. And so I would just, they would walk up and I would just look at them and I'll go, I'm poor. And it was funny because the first one I said this to, uh, <laughs> the look on her face, I've literally never seen a more look of dis of like disgust on a on a, a per on a human's face when she came up to me and I just looked her dead in the eye and said, "I'm poor." She just like uh and just beelined it. And then every single stripper that came, I was like, "Nope, I'm poor. Nope, I'm poor. Uh, I'm poor." And after a while, they just started leaving me alone. And this one was really persistent, though. She, she came up and I was like, I'm poor. I work at McDonald's. Leave me alone. And she's like, oh, it doesn't mean you don't have money. I'm like, yeah, it does. And uh, and then I was like, and she kept hounding and hounding. Right? So I was like, and I was finally like, look, I don't have any cash on me. I'm not going to hit your ATM because it's going to be like a $16 withdrawal fee. But anyways, and I thought this would deter her. Right. And then she goes, well, you can Venmo me. 
she didn't actually sound like that, but uh, you know, let the fantasy ride. And I was like, okay, I am uh, not, I'm over this fucking strip club. It's time to bounce. Get me the hell out of here, dude. Um, when we first got there though, my buddy Jakey, he, uh, he had to use the restroom, I guess. And, uh, no, not, okay. (sighs) Growing up, I've always had large groups of guy friends and we've always done, you know, like gross dude things around each other. Um, I played sports in high school. I've always been around a group of like pretty, you know, masculine dudes that just don't, um, well, well, (sighs) Jake took, Jakey took the worst smelling shit I've ever smelled in my life. Okay. We got to the room and he took a poop and it literally, it literally cleared out the room. (laughs) It was so bad, dude. It was, it wasn't just like, it was like where you, (laughs) where like you literally can't breathe, you know, we got to collect here. Like you can't breathe, you know, you know, uh, I, 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 I seriously can't recall another time in my life where I had like that hard of a time. I can only imagine people in like a burning house having that hard of a time breathing. I walked into the restroom cause I had to pee really back. He was the first one there. Just cause you had to like, this like right when we got there, this set the tone for Vegas pretty much. So he takes, he takes a shit. <laughs> He takes his shit so bad <laughs> that <laughs> we can smell it in the room. So he's got the door closed in there. We can smell it in the room, like on our beds before he even comes out and opens the door. We're like, oh my God, what is that? <laughs> and so I go in there to like just pee, right? And I just kind of like, oh my, like I don't walk, like I walk in, try like, oh, what the fuck, dude? Like you can't open your eyes, <laughs> can't open your mouth. And then, uh, so I finally just like held my shirt up to my faith, 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 face. Sorry. I like bit my tongue really hard. My, it's hard to talk. And, uh, I finally like hold my shirt up to my face, like barely make it through taking this whiz and we leave like, I, we need to get the fuck out of this room. So we go out. This is our first night in Vegas. Okay. And we go out. And by the time we come back after the first night in Vegas and wanting to party and it'd be in no hurry to get back to the room, we come back to the room, <laughs> the bathroom, <laughs> it still smelled bad, dude. It still smelled like something fucking rolled up in there and died. It was terrible, dude. Wow, this is the greatest podcast content ever. It kind of it changes the way I look at him because I just don't know like what is like how how did you do that you know that whatever came out of your ass if it hit the water hard enough it splashes back up it hits you in the butt cheek it's probably gonna like take your hair off or something you know it literally smelled like toxic waste and that and that water like splashes higher on the porcelain just puts a hole in the floor dude Speaking of splashing, dude, I saw the biggest display of like human stupidity I've ever seen in my life. Okay. There's nothing more. 
there's nothing more annoying to me, like literally nothing than somebody trying to hype me up. I want to say hype me up like somebody like uh, when somebody's trying trying to like not organically, but when somebody's like telling like turn up, turn up like, hey, cheer like, uh, you know what I mean? Like DJs when DJs are like clap your hands when they how do I describe this? I don't know how to describe this shit, but I know you know what I'm talking about. It's just when somebody's trying to like liven up the mood, but they're not doing it organically. You know, when they're just telling you to light and like turn up, you know, they're like telling me to turn up. It's like, dude, stop telling me how to feel and act and what to do. I fucking hate it more than anything. Literally, there's nothing. There's nothing on Jesus's green earth that annoys me more than going somewhere and people just trying to like they just can't shut up for five minutes and they just need to get everybody needs to be riled up at all times. Like, but I saw uh, there were these people in the pool, right? Like grown adults. And uh, the DJ was like, I want to see you splash the water. When I drop this next song, I better see all the water splash. And I'm standing there, you know, I got my sunglasses on. I got my hat on. I'm like, uh, so I was pretty much standing on this ledge this whole time in the pool, fucking peacocking. But, um, and I'm standing there like I'm not fully in the pool. And all of a sudden, like everybody starts hitting the water with their fists and like <laughs> splashing it. So all of a sudden, music. And all these fucking dorks are like hitting the water with the beat, you know, and like splashing. And so I'm just standing, <laughs> I'm just standing there just getting doused, right? Like no emotion on my face, water just splashing at me, probably just looking like, <laughs> and I'm just looking at these people. And it was, like I said, it was just the biggest display of like human idiocracy I've ever seen in my life. Like there's nothing predict productive happening at this moment right now. Not that something productive needs to always happen, but these people that are splashing the water at everybody are literally like at the lowest spectrum. Like if we if we got lost on an island, those are definitely the people we'd be like, we'd be like, all right, dude, let's, let's fucking eat this guy. You know, the people splashing the water at the pool party. I, I don't understand how that's some like those people that work in that industry. Like the the bottle girls and the bartenders and just all those people that are just around that shit all day every day. I I just don't get it. I don't get how you don't just want to get away from that, you know. And they all kind of they call, all kind of have this look of sadness to them, you know. You just see this like gorgeous girl walking around in this little bikini. She probably moved out there because she thinks she's gonna get into like entertainment or something like that. But I don't know what kind of entertainment you're planning on getting into out there, but. Um, at least you saw that in LA a lot. A lot of these like hopeful girls and they end, I'd end up being like fucking working in restaurants and shit like that. And uh, you just kind of see like the sadness on their face, you know? And I just don't. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't envy those people with that lifestyle one bit, although I'm sure those chicks clean up, but I don't know. It's not worth it. Some money is some money is just not worth it. And then plus uh, them chicks are going to get old. And then what are they going to do besides just marry for money and marrying for money? You're just never going to actually really fall in love. And what do all we just want is to like love and trust somebody. So that sucks. I never understood the whole marrying for money thing in general. Like I don't get how either party does it, you know, because you got to look at I mean, you got as a as a man, right? 
as a man, you got to kind of look at the person you're with and start kind of assessing like, okay, what value are they adding to my life? And I don't, you just know, you know, you just know, like you can tell somebody's just using you, right? And you see, you get these older, so what, you're like this 50 year old guy and you're dating this like 24 year old or something. And, uh, or even if you're younger, if you're just like some younger dork with a good job and you just got this like gorgeous girl that's with you just because your money, like, how do you not pick up on that? You know, is it just like an ego thing? Is it because it, when you're younger, you're a big dork and you couldn't pose and now you need to have like this arm candy to like validation. You're just going to like let her use you, you know? And then it's the same thing as, uh, you know, for the girl, like how, how do you, how are you going to be under a roof with somebody you don't really love them? You know, you're just using them for like resources or whatever. It's 2019. You have every option to go get your own guap, you know, it's just, it's weird to me. Like I wouldn't, I, I would fuck dude. If I, if I blow up, if I blow up before I settle down, I'm not going to settle down because I'm not going to let some fucking woman take advantage of me, you know, like, (laughs) And it's starting to look that way. So, uh, fuck out of here with that. Miss me with that bullshit. Fucking gold digging who is you Kumas? The Kuma, this A, hey, this my Kuma. Like, oh, oh uh, uh, you're, you're never gonna look. If your girl doesn't respect you, you're never gonna really feel loved, you know, and vice versa. Like, if, if you're a woman and you you're with some guy just for his money, like you're never going to actually really love him because you're never going to respect him because you know you're taking advantage of him, you know, because those type of guys are like <laughs> the same way dudes just go after the vagina. And I, this is something I realized in the fucking strip club, dude. This is something I realized like sitting there in the strip club and having all these girls just constantly coming up to me. That's the closest thing that I will experience to being a female. It's just having people come up to me with a smile on their face, acting interested and having one thing in mind, which in my case, it was they want my money. And then with guys, we go out and like tell girls anything they want to hear, go through this whole process, blah, 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 just because they want to get in the girl's pants. And so that besides like being in a, a strip club, that's the only time a man will ever experience that, right? Just when a chick's after the money. So you got the two sexes going at each other. And if those are such extreme cases on either end. Um, you're never going to respect the other person without respect. You're never going to truly love them. If you don't truly love somebody like why are you with them? You know, people are fucking weird, dude. <laughs> people are weird and I don't get it. I'm just a hopeless romantic. Fucking. I never had a dream come true. Dude, when we were leaving Vegas, uh, there was like nine nine of us, and we had to take a take a cab to the airport. And so we're outside talking to the what's it called? The I don't know whoever whoever for some reason there's a fucking guy with the silly hat that points you at what cab to go like that's and then he wants a tip like thanks dude I couldn't tell what fucking taxi was next. And I was like, I don't tip that guy ever. Fuck that guy with his stupid little hat and his dumb raincoat and the hundred hundred degree heat. Uh, so whatever the fuck that guy's title is most pointless job ever. Hey, you want $5 tip just to point me at the taxi. That's obviously sitting right there. But, uh, in this case, it was nine of us and we had to get on a party bus, right? Because that's the only thing that would fit us. And we get on this bus and we're all hung over as shit. You know, like we've been out the night before, um, 
We are all, every single one of us is just an absolute wreck ready to get home. And the whole vibe of the group is like, like everybody's talking quiet and the driver's like, Hey, I was in one. I was like, good man, just ready to go home. And we, uh, we get on this bus and you know, it's got like the stripper pole in it and shit like that. And it's, I mean, it's a straight up party bus. We're just using it for transport to the airport. And mind you, it is like 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. It was 1030. It was 1030 when we got on this fucking bus because we had to check out at 10, I think. Somewhere between 10 and 10 30. It doesn't matter. It's in the fucking morning. We're all like Vegas, three day of Vegas hangover. And you can read it on our face. Nine grown ass men. We get in the back of this thing. We're two minutes down the road. And all of a sudden you hear the speakers just blare. Boom. I never had a dream come true till the day that I met you. You know, S Club 7 song. And so we all just look at each other. We're like, dude, are you kidding me? And then so the first song, it was just funny. It was so ridiculous. And one of our, one of our friends, Big Tex, he was so like, uh, he was so hung over in such bad condition that we all just look at him and we're just dying because he looks like he's about to puke. And this fucking driver, like, there's so many angles to this. You know, like I always make fun of DJs, but one thing about being a DJ, like they're not musicians to me. One thing they need to do is know how to read a room. They need to be able to react to the crowd. They need to know who they're playing to. They need to know what to play and pretty much how loud to fucking play. You know, there's got to be like dynamics. You can't just like zero to hundred, just crank the most crunk song you have right off the bat. There's an art to delivering music to people. It's the same thing in a car. You don't just get in a car. Well, this was literally a car. We get in the car and you just fucking cranks the shit. And we got nine grown ass men hung over as shit. And he starts playing S Club 7. It was so loud that the speakers were distorting and it's a fucking party bus. It's meant to have like 15, 20 people in it, shaking their asses, screaming at each other, getting drunk. And you got nine dudes heading to the airport, leaving Vegas and you're playing. I never had a dream come true to the day that I met you. This guy's a fucking moron, dude. And then we finally get to the airport and we're still just like blast. And I, I even yelled. I was like, yo, my man's dude. And he obviously he didn't hear me because the music was so fucking loud. I'm looking for like a volume knob in the back and I can't find one. And, uh, we put, and we don't, we don't even, we hadn't discussed how we're going to pay for this thing. We can't even talk. It's so fucking loud. We can't communicate in this van. So we have no idea how we're going to pay for this shit. We're all going to different gates. And, uh, so we finally get there and I'm like, okay, he's going to turn the music down. He pulls up to the front of the airport, pops the door, and we're playing, I'm not a girl. Nah, 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 nah. Not yet a woman. So we're hopping out, nine dudes deep, all jacked and tan and juicy as fuck, bumping I'm not a girl by Britney Spears in front of the airport and getting stared at as we're all trying to figure out. And we're even talking to the guy. We're, we're trying to communicate with him how much the cab is and that some of us need to go to a different gate and he still doesn't turn down the fucking music, dude. I hope his wife was one of the wives that we fucked. Thank you for tuning into the Lord Petty Podcast. We out this bitch. Bye.
Everybody's got something they had to leave behind. One regret from yesterday that just seems to grow with time. There's no use looking back. Yesterday is over